You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast, where we discuss hot topics in the sports landscape. I am your host for today, Alan, and as usual, we're going to go ahead and get started with our grateful moment. Phil, what are you grateful for this week? Hey, everyone, what's going on overseas, Charlotte, Philly, New York, um, Boom, and all our fans, especially overseas. We love you. We support you. I'm grateful for you. And I'm also grateful for my side chick, my concubine, beating up on the 76ers. So much so, Kelvin took sick. He couldn't make it today. Uh uh, Dion voice is out because she was screaming and yelling, cheering for her KD and everything. So close to our alpha today, but I really appreciate that. Thank you, Brooklyn Nets. We're Brooklyn at. We're Brooklyn at. We're Brooklyn at. And happy birthday for, to Biggie Smalls, the greatest rapper of all time this week. He's the one who made me listen to rap after he passed. My desire for rap passed too. <laughs> a great beginning and a great ending. That's Phil for you. Evan, <laughs> what are you grateful for? I'm grateful. Um, last week, I said I had to submit my dissertation, proposed, my dissertation. I submitted it, and I have my dissertation defense set up, so thankful for that. Also, uh, thankful uh, closing on a house this week, so all things are good in this, uh, in this side of the neighborhood. I'm thankful I'm going to have a chance to uh, beat up on Phil and this Brooklyn Philly topic that's coming down the pipe. That's great. That's great. And I am grateful for, I'm just grateful for March because for one, my birthday is this month. And number two, March Madness is slowly coming together. And then on top of that, the NBA is really starting to pick up as we go down these next stretch of games. I think there might be mm, anywhere between about 15, maybe close to 15 games left in the season so you know it's about to be a a great month on the 13th and by the way my birthday is in 11 days which is the 24th so if you want to catch at me you know email the podcast and then i'll tell you where to send it but let's go ahead and get started with the episode the celtics they've pretty much been one of the hottest teams in the league that we're finally talking about since February. Uh, Jason Tatum has been on a hot streak. I mean, he had over 50 against the Knicks last Sunday. And then his very next game against the Pearl Hornets, he dropped 44. And I don't know what JB was thinking, but he went crazy, especially in the second half. And even games before then, he's just been on this tear, and it always feels like Jason Tatum, right around this time, always gets it going. And, you know, everyone's everyone's starting to fall into their role. You mean Adoka has got this team bought in. Do we think that the Celtics can be a dark horse in coming out of the East? I'm going to say yes. Yes, yes, yes. It took Marcus Smart to, 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 we say this, put down, drag him through the mud, 
um, Tatum to get them going and for the team to have a conversation. This is based on the podcast. Um, the what, What's the Blue, uh, Blue Devil guy again? Jason. What's not Jason? What's his name? Um, the guy, the Blue Devils podcast, three men, three old men. Oh, uh, three JJ old men. Yeah, JJ yeah. Reddick. They had a conversation, and Tatum said that they had a, you know, him and Smart had a conversation, you know, resolve the differences in the team to really say, hey, let's buy in. Jason Tatum, stop doing the stinking 6'9, six, 6'10, six, step back three, step back three, and start driving the ball. <laughs> and, 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 and Jason Brown, they start working as a team. They bought in. I'm so happy for them to draw, um, they bought in the process. And because of that, we have to understand this team, majority of the team, the core of the team, been together for almost five years. So I can't put nothing past them, especially how they spanked the Nets uh, last weekend. They are, and Jason Tatum is averaging 28, but a couple 50 pieces, 40 pieces. They are starting to get to, together. Williams back there, Grant, uh, Charlotte native. He's his three point is percentage is up, so they can be a dark horse. I really believe they they could sneak right in. They they're consistent. They've been winning, and I didn't expect. I thought they would take a step back this year with a new coach, but uh, kudos to the new coach. He got them going and moving. So I believe they could be a dark horse. Now, are they gonna really beat the Nets or even Chicago? I think they could take Chicago. I don't think they could beat the Nets. Milwaukee, a tough, it'll be a tough um, outing for them. So I don't see it, but hey, every, um, Milwaukee was a big toe away from not making the, the playoff, the finals. So anything can happen. But I do believe in the power of a dorm. I think it's a, a dorm. What's the coach name, Al? And I'll be jacking people. Name. It, yeah, his name. And um, I think they're going to really do something special. Conference finals? Eh, I don't know. But possible, possible. Anything is possible. What? What Kevin Garnett said? Anything possible. Philly can't be doing that. We we're dealing with spring forward here. So I think I think I think Phil brings up a good point in the sense where he talks about uh, this team has continuity. This team um, has the deepest playoff experience um, outside of Milwaukee in terms of current construction. And I guess you could count the Heat too, but. I, you know, the bubble is really like a real big question mark for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, they can be a dark horse. They can, they can put it together and they can be a formidable opponent. Um, I think the two teams that higher seeds don't want to face right now, is probably Brooklyn and uh, Boston in, in a, in an early round. Cause they can, they can definitely pull off an upset. However, uh, I, I think they're dark horse, but I think that the top, of the East is really going to be hard to beat um, in a seven-game series. But I think they definitely put the league on notice over the next few, few years that they will be a formidable foe. I think their weakness is their interior defense. Uh, they really, you know, uh, Al, Al Horford is a old man now. He can't do what he once did. His knees aren't as good as they used to be. Um, but, you know, interior defense-wise, they, they are going to uh, be limited. Miami would exploit something like that. Um, I mean, I even think uh, Brooklyn adding Andre Drummond will exploit those issues on the interior for for Boston. So I think Boston really 
has to bolster themselves for the future of the interior. And we've been saying this for at least the last oof, few years. Last few years. So they have to really do something about it. Um, so they're a dark horse for sure. I, man, I knew what I was about to say. I was about to say, man, that interior defense is for Embiid, and that's basically everybody. That's where I was going to go when, when Evan said that. I was like, well, everybody got problems with him. So it really don't, really don't, you know. But I will say this, Robert Williams has come a long way. Even when he was coming off the bench initially, maybe last year, I was like, mm, he might need to play more. And honestly, I would probably, probably will be the first, but although he's not going to win, I will say that he needs to be in consideration. Not saying he's going to win. I would say he needs some votes for defensive player of the year, because at this particular point, his versatility in willing to guard one through five, is impressive and it doesn't look like Rudy Gobert running all over the court. So he looks he when you when you actually watch him and how he plays is he's basically another Rudy but to me he he just feels like he's more what's the word that I'm looking for? He's more coordinated. Like Rudy's coordinated but it just looks weird. Like the way he moves around is just kind of weird. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to pick on Rudy because he was touching all over the mics at end of COVID almost 367 days ago in the league. But I mean, just, just watching it too. I just feel like at there's going to come to a point to where he needs to at least just be considered just to get some votes. Like I ain't pushing him to win, but I am pushing the free job wall. But when it comes to the Celtics, I think that basically Tatum has always hit this, hit the street like around this time it's always normally february you know what i'm saying march to where he's like going on just like this dude being the whole zone and basically he's been in the zone since february and we're almost already halfway through march and i mean they gotta be a dark course because at the beginning of the season we like yo like we expect them, I'm not saying we were expecting them to be at the top of the the top of the east or anything like that. However, I do believe that with the the, the core still there and like Evan said, like they've been there for a number of years now. You expect at least the core to like keep it together instead of kind of brittle, but they were able to mend whatever. So I think they will be a dark horse, but I just think in the situation, especially like last week, if Ben Simmons ever decides to play, he would be the one that would probably make things a little bit complicated for Jason Tatum. And I mean, sometimes you got to pick your poison because you still got Jalen Brown on the other side, like whenever he's 100% healthy. So of course there'll be a dark horse, but the road to the, NBA finals in the East will be a task. But let's go ahead and transition. Uh, speaking of the East, the Brooklyn Nets and the Philly 76ers, the most anticipated game that Ben Simmons did not play on March. What was it? March 10th. And yeah, the 
Sixers took a whooping. And I'm trying to reserve my comments for what I'm going to say later. And I'm going to just ask the question. Which is bigger, the Brooklyn win or the Sixers loss? Go ahead, Evans. I, I will let I'll, you would like me to go first or, you know. Oh, you want me to go first? Ladies first. Oh, my wife is not here. So, you know, and Akisha <laughs> or Dion is not right here. So I will go in place of them because Brooklyn, where Brooklyn at? Go Brooklyn. Go Brooklyn. You know, the Barclays Center, I used to work right down the block from the Barclays Center, Brooklyn Hospital. I used to walk around the Barclays Center where before it was Barclays Center, it was buildings of apartments and so forth, Atlantic Avenue. Oh, you you know, I used to go. We're not talking about that. They got paid. They weren't free. They got paid. <laughs> so not like they left free. They, they all had extra cash. So they, were, they all got paid. Every single one person, my understanding. This was a bigger win for Brooklyn. Because what transpired was, K- KD said it, they all rally around Ben Simmons, and they shut Philly's mouth. It was a grand old time. Oh, if I could only show you our text messages as we went back and forth, and we reminded them that Brooklyn is superior. It's funny. Kevin Durant uh, had 25. Kyrie had 22. And Seth Curry, after he shot the three, he looked at his father-in-law. It said, you traded me? Thank you. It was the best thing you ever done for me. He did two things for me. He produced a beautiful daughter <laughs> to marry and traded me to the Brooklyn Nets because we're going to the final. And, and, and then we look at the Sixers stat line. The James Harden of the playoff showed up. Playoff, yeah, playoff P, but try playoff stripper G. <laughs> he showed up. He showed up. He did what he did best, throw his $2 in the ring <laughs> and disappear. And on top of that, James Harden, after the big loss, everyone knew this was a big game. This dude, after the loss by 29, and that's an understatement because they cleared the bench. It's really, he should be a 37-piece. <laughs> 37 this dude went to a birthday party. <laughs> James don't care. James is focused on James. James is going to do what he want to do. Listen, y'all kept, and I'm not trying to be brash about this. You kept messing with Kardashian, you're going to get Kardashian. You can't change these people who they are. <laughs> they going to do what they want to do. They're going to put a fit and move on. <laughs> All right. So, Is he still? I don't think he's still messing with the Kardashian. No, no. After he, he did, just, he that's why he had to play off Woo. Oh, oh, so, no, no. Oh, I'm so saying, saying that. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I'm saying he's acting like one. And, and he don't care about no one. If the Nets lost, Kyrie would have been burning stage. Nobody going out. Everybody was refocused, but they all came together. This game sound the alarm. The Nets are coming. I won't be surprised if they win the next 12 or 12 or 15 games or go on a 10 games winning streak. Milton, three minutes, zero points. <laughs> Your defensive stopper. Who could stop nobody? Only person I have to give credit to is MB. MB should hold his head up. 12, he went a double double, 12, 27 points and 12 rebounds. Tobias Harris tried to crawl out the hole, hole, but he couldn't do nothing. The Nets gave him and punched him, kicked him. And the, the signature move of the all when Seth 
hit that three and walk in front of the 76ers bench. And then KD said, we don't hear nobody talking right now. We don't hear anybody talking, the crowd, at the um, end of the game. So this was bigger um, win for the Nets, right, who was sitting at the eighth seed and showed that when everything is on cylinder, NBA, watch out. Thank you, Phil. Phil brought some good points. He got a chance to glow. Um, I, I think of the grand scheme of things, this, this game really means nothing. Um, it's one game in a regular season, not a playoff game. Now, I even remember playoff games. I've seen playoff games where game one, uh, the team just trounces. I mean, beat down 20, 30 points. And the next, they still lose the series. I can remember when the Sixers, uh, with Ben Simmons on the team, stomped, I mean, just stomped the Raptors. In, uh, I believe it was game four in Philadelphia. And B did, did the airplane and ran down the court. And then, actually, I think it was game three. And, and, and who's still on the series? Raptors on the series. So I would say this. I would look more at the trajectory of how they've played historically against each other. And most of the games they've played have been close. Number two, um, it feels to me that the Sixers came in feeding off the energy of the city against Ben Simmons instead of focusing on the game. Because I can almost guarantee, right, Steph Curry, Seth Curry, Steph or Seth really can't guard anybody. And Tyrese Max is going to have his way with him if they meet in the playoffs. And y'all got to find a way to to guard Maxi. It, it, it was weird because it seemed like they really didn't come to play. Like, at the end of the day, how, if you look at the game, how many open shots did, did the Nets take? There are a lot of open shots. It, it didn't sound like the Sixers really dug in on defense. So, to me, it looked like a bad game. And it looked like the Sixers played a bad game. The Nets played lights out because, hey, they were wide open. Um, but I think that if you play Brooklyn, um, the smart thing to do is, one, I wouldn't put um, Mitchie Seibel on, on Katie. You kind of let Katie eat in this year when you play against them because Katie, you know, first of all, there may only be one man in the NBA that can slow down Katie. And now he, play, and now he plays for the net, which is Ben Simmons. Um, so, in my opinion, you let Katie eat. But Tari, um, Matisse Thibel has demonstrated historically that he can slow down and disrupt Kyrie Irving, even when he's focused. So I would use Matisse Thibel's length over Kyrie Irving. So I think, you know, hats off to the Nets. Uh, great, great win. Uh, but in terms of concern, uh, I'm not necessarily concerned. Um, I mean, we look at the game, the things the Six have done historically uh, in the last five games they had with James Harden, they didn't do. They didn't use the pick and roll. They didn't get the pick and roll going with with uh, Harden and Matisse Harden and and uh, and Bead Harden and uh, I can't remember Niang. And so to me, it looked like the Sixers got caught off guard and they were trying to play keep up. They started to play into the next game and they play their own game. But I'm excited to see a, a chess match during a playoff series between these two. Uh, but hats off to the Nets, great win. Uh, I really, really, really despise Ben Simmons for his smug look on the bench as if he did anything but sit on the bench. And it, it, I hope you all heard Ben Simmons plans to be in uniform next week. So you you know you have the sh- most charming, soft player who's prepared to be with you all in the playoffs, ready to get eat up. Listen, and I'm, I'm sorry, Alan. You worry about your team. I worry about my cockle mind. Ben Simmons. Alan, Alan, I, 
Super Bowl. <laughs> that sounds so weird. <laughs> How often do we talk about the Nets and how often does Phil talk about the Sixers? Man, look, Phil be having certain <laughs> uh certain uh games starred for the Sixers, man. Like it's it's yeah, when yo. they play the Knicks. Yeah, that was please. Like I said, if I could I'll show you right now, that was an era where I was watching the team to talk about teams. So that was several teams I had that year I had starred. So from the but, NBA but, package. But, but my listeners know we only saw the Philly team. We didn't see the other team, so They'll be out here knowing the whole schedule, man. (laughs) Look, I have, I have, what I have the Blazers, right? I'm starting Blazers. Oh, guys, he was just pulling his phone to start, so don't worry about that. He's, I have, I don't know what the teams, games, and stuff like that. I have, I have the Knicks, I have the Hornets start, all right? I have the Hornets, I have the Knicks start. Those are teams I watched at the time, and I did watch, um, I have the Lakers because of Carmelo. Right, there's certain teams I watch for the podcast, and they giggle on me. It's okay, I remove the stars. I just watch y'all get beat down. Listen, you have am. I'm sorry, Alan. I just want to know this question, this Philly fan, because Kelvin got scared. He didn't want to come on, so <laughs> you have no problem with James Harden doing the Eddie Murphy song, "Party All the Time," "Party All the Time," "Party All the Time," and don't worry about Ben. Ben Simmons is with two real dogs. You know, he was with one dog which was MB. He got two other dogs. You don't have to worry about him. He's going to do what he needs to do. You're not worried about the party all the time. I'm, 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 not, I'm not worried about partying after a regular season game. Now, if we just got knocked out of the playoffs and he's out there partying and just chilling like nothing happened, I would be upset. But one game, and let's be honest, let's be honest here, guys. I don't expect Kyrie Irving to play defense the way he did yesterday throughout the whole series. We all know He's not necessarily a defender. But so, he was that game. He locked he down. Was, he, was, he, was, he was. I, I was he, he, he was on Harden from half from uh, the pick him up around half court. But um, I, I will say that the one concern it does bring up is Harden. If there's any, ever a game you, we need you to show up in, that was that was the game. So I was concerned that he was kind of just he seemed slow. He seemed like he was out partying the night before. I ain't gonna lie to you. Probably was. Uh, but you know, but once again, I, the team just never adjusted. I never saw them run the pick and roll, even just get James the separation from the pick. So, you know, it is what it is. Hats off to the Nets. But you know, as as a Sixers fan, um, seeing what the team can be, we're looking on into the future and not paying attention to what's going on right now. So I'll just say this, and we had the discussion in the text message. I'll just say it's just a brick. A bigger win for Brooklyn, but it's not really about the game. It's more about where they're seated, right? They're in the eighth seed right now. And, you know, they came off after coming off that tough loss and feel kind of exaggerated that they got blew out, but really just Tatum just kind of went crazy in the second half or in the fourth quarter. Then they come, Kyrie drops like 50, 52. Then, you know, shout out to the Hornets for warming up the Nets for this particular game because pretty much, I mean, <laughs> what more can I say? <laughs> so just just in the midst of where they are in the standings, um, it, it helps them start to climb the standings. I think I was just looking at it. I think there may be two... 
actually they're three games out of three to four games out of sixth place. The Cavs still sitting at six. So um, I just think for for that particular reason, just in regards to the game, like we were talking about, I just think that Joel Embiid and James Harden got caught up in the inside chess game, which affected the game on the outside. It's like, yo, Embiid already took 15 free throws, but when you really pay attention to the game, like no one really got going like at all, like in the flow of the offense. Like, exactly. like, like I was just like, I was just like, I was like, well, they're getting shots. Other people are getting shots, but it's just like, there's no flow. And I feel like, honestly, it makes it makes the next dangerous because you have players like Kyrie and Katie, like they don't really have to force anything. They can play in the flow, but if they want to take over a game, they can take over a game. And to me, that's just kind of like the scary part of the team. And also, I just feel like, this particular game was really just more of a message to James Harden, like you a scrub, bro. Not really you a scrub, but because you're you're an MVP. But in the fact that you left us, was my whole thought process thinking about. It, I was like, yo, like I feel like they're about to send a message to this game, and then maybe Ben Simmons sat down with Kyrie with some sage and stuff and transferred his defensive abilities over to to Kyrie at this particular point because. Man, look, they had James Harden locked up in B block. And then when James Harden went out to party that night, he was just happy to be with Jim Pop. I mean, that's really how pretty much how the game went. So they play with an edge. I'm not looking too deep into it. I'm just look, looking more on the inside of what happened compared to just the overall game. So, I mean, it's if if they if they they meet up, the Sixers are still in the third spot. The Nets might be able to climb. So at some point, they're probably going to meet. Mm, I can't think. I'm still dealing with spring forward. So they'll either meet in the semifinals, I th- I would assume. If, if they are the sixth seed, if they're the sixth or the seventh seed, they will probably, and the Sixers finish second or third. I think the Sixers will finish third. Uh, Sixers finish third. Let's say, let's say Brooklyn finishes in seventh. Because you got to realize Kyrie's not going to be playing consistently. Yeah, he's only has like four more, and that's the other thing. He only has four more games of like eligibility, like of away games left, because he can't play today because they're playing in New York, um, at the Garden. But all the other games that are left, you know, there's only four away games left for the rest of the regular season. The rest of the games are at home. So unless the vaccine mandate is lifted at some particular time in between, then you're not seeing Kyrie for another eleven games. So, I think they'll probably more likely finish at the seven, win the win the play in because they you know they're good enough. Now now now, now here's what'll be interesting, guys. Here's what will be interesting. As a seven seed, they'll they'll play like the they'll play the Bucks. No, but I'm saying as seven seed oh. play in, they're gonna have to have the home game, won't they? Yeah. So they need to do everything within their power to get that six seed. Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about it. I, I I believe that, yeah, the scenarios, I believe the, the mandate is going to be lifted. They're talking about it. They're going to lift it. They already got the mask, the vaccination soon. It's going to be lifted between now and playoff time. So 
Honestly, I worry about that. If it, would you go to party unmasked with Kyrie? I'm not going party. Period. I don't even hug my church members. Very rarely I hug a church member this would time. Dinner with Kyrie unmasked? Unmasked? No. I'm <laughs> 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 uh, sitting opposite end of the table, but <laughs> welcome, at this long, long welcome table, right? Not, not, not. <laughs> I'm vaccinated and boosted, so uh, uh, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> but even even looking after they were in a play in, and I'm gonna just say this before we transition to our last topic. Mm-hmm. Um, like just looking like regardless of whoever they played, well, mm, well, even if they didn't have Kyrie, I still feel like you're talking about like just looking at it right now. So you got the Raptors, Hornets, and Hawks. Without Kyrie, I still feel like they can beat those teams. Good. The only problem is Good. I know, but if you're talking about at least you have Ben Simmons back, you have someone who mm-hmm. can defend. And then you also right. have someone who can just distribute. So I I look at your defense enhancing even in the midst of not having a, a great star who can just put up buckets at the rate that he does. So that's pretty much how I'm looking at it. Yeah, and just to add on, you're right, because the Nets has a bunch of shooters. I don't like Brown shooting, but they have a bunch of shooters, so that's it's a perfect setup for for Ben. You're right. He could dive, drive. What are you going to do? If you try to stop Ben, he's going to kick it out. So you, you have to pick your poison. Either allow him to drive in. Oh, they're going to foul him. <laughs> they're gonna, they may foul him, but I saw... <laughs> I saw Ben work on his free throws, and so, so Ben taking shots, and he's taking meth. He's taking to dealing with this. You can snap your fingers. Yeah, we can't hear you. Yeah, yeah. We see Ben um taking free throws. We see Ben doing his. Uh, so I believe faith is substance, hopeful, evidence of things seen. Yeah, that's for Jesus Christ, not for Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> so so let me, let me say this let me say this here's the issue you can do hack a hack a ben with Kyrie not in the series right with Kyrie not playing you can do hack a ben and come back into the game because and if you pull him out who's really going to run your pg efficiently and effectively um so and ben simmons you know this 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 free throw thing is mental but here's the thing with ben simmons really and in, in, in all honesty Ben, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's almost as if Ben doesn't like scoring the basketball. Like, Ben, you could literally just drive. Like, even, even last series, he could have dri- if he just drove and attempted to dunk the basketball. Yeah, would have won. What is, well, but, I don't want to prolong this. Never nope. forget, game seven, down two, by the basket, easy dunk. He passes the ball. Never forget. 5'10". In, when U.S. was playing Nigeria, the Nigerian man crossed up Ben's um, crossed up James Harden and made him do a split. <laughs> Never forget that. <laughs> I don't care about that. But yeah, real quick, I was I was about to uh, my thought left it left me. I can't even remember what it was <laughs> because I wasn't trying to prolong it. But I definitely had had this oh yeah i actually i did i'm gonna just say this it's mad weird because it's like bro you're like 6 11 like i've seen you in person like at when when all-star weekend was here in charlotte and he was on first take like 
he'd be doing like the weirdest floaters. And I'd be like, bro, dunk it. Like, why are you doing a floater? He's trying to get through his Like, it's, it's weird. It's who but, he's around, man. I don't know, but let's go ahead to this last he's topic. champions <laughs> now. Two champions, so he'll be fine. He gets some character championships. But let's move on. So, Hater. <laughs> there was some blasphemy that this past week. Um, if you know white chocolate, I don't even know if I want to call you white chocolate no more. Mm-mm. But Jason Williams, the one who we all know and love with fancy passes back in the 90s, who played with the Sacramento Kings, he was talking about Kobe and saying, well, Kobe's not as high as my, on my all-time list as others, but I don't even think he's a top five Laker. And everyone's like, pause, my guy. Like, look, we like you hooping, but right now you might just need to stick to that because right now that's some blasphemy. Like, what what are our thoughts to this statement? Because, like, right now, I think it's going to give me a migraine talking about it. Now, I'm going to say something. I, I'm going to say something. Okay. This may sound ludicrous, what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Is it really possible he may not be top five, Laker? And top here's why. Here's Laker? Why. Here's why. Here, listen, listen. It's a question, Phil. Let him, let him, let him, let him harp on it. You have Kareem. Uh huh. You have Shaquille. Mm-hmm. You have um, Magic. Mm-hmm. You have Wilt. Wilt wasn't Wilt there that really long. Laker. Yeah, he wasn't there that no, long. No, 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 no. All they had to do is be on that roster. That's no, that's what I'm taking from. That's, that's, that's being on that the roster. way the way the way people are describing it, it was like, like right now, like. They're not even like acknowledging Wilt. Like, there's other players that they would probably okay. put on before Wilt. So, like, some people mention that it's like, dude, he, what has he done? He ain't even, he got a, he got a, he did get a chip, right? If I recall correctly, one. against against yeah. against Kareem Abdul Jabbar. You know, yeah, there's one, one. Go ahead, continue. Yeah. Let them finish. Let them, I'm saying, let them I'm talking about from, from his career. People Antichrist put... sermon this moment right now. Well, listen. Go ahead. Is is Wilt on the top top ten of all time? I mean, the list we did already had Wilt ahead of Kobe. But but I feel like that would that would be due more to what he overall. did in his overall career, right. not I as agree. a Laker. But but not what I'm saying Laker. is top, uh, top. So when I'm talking about the top top Laker of all time, I'm saying just being on the roster, even nah. if you were in your prime on the nope. roster. Nah. Now that's a different conversation. So if you're just saying. In terms of Laker performances, yes, of course, Kobe's top. I'm saying, if you're saying a guy who was on the roster. Nah. Okay, you finish? You're going to have an argument. But, okay. obviously, Jason Williams is, a, is, is still bitter about the days. <laughs> That's my boy. That's my boy. Nah, go ahead, Phil. I was, no, I was, I was, I was going there, too. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was going to go there. That was my highlight. Listen, let me tell you. Let me tell you a story. This is story before time I met my wife. With Phil. <laughs> before I met my wife, I had a girl I really cared about, right? Really, really cared about. You know, that was my, my, my first true love, right? I cared Ladies so much about Brother Phil met his uh, wife when he was like 19. So this is, this is, this is uh, <laughs> really, really young. Yeah, this is young. So when I met this girl I cared about, you know, we're still cool friends this day, right? I'd just broken up with this other girl. I was happy because when I broke up with this other girl, this is all middle school, high school stuff, nothing really big. 
I pranced. And I'll always say, no, this girl was the best looking girl. I don't anything about the other girl. I could think nothing but negative things about the first girl, not my, my true love, because everything the first guy ever dealt with, I could only think negative to this time. Did we have a good time? Yeah, was, I was in a freshman in high school or something. It was great. It's it perfect and so forth. But you will not find me say anything positive because the way the first girl broke my heart. You're breaking right my heart. <laughs> so I will hold that against her who I met the second girl. She's perfect at the time. And lo and behold, I'm not going to tell you how that ended. Um, oh. I, yeah, I cheated on her. I was a high schooler, didn't know. But God blessed me with a second chance. And years later, I met my wife. But it's to say that I would never see anything positive about the first girl who broke my heart because she broke my heart. And the second girl was perfect because she kind of covered all my other things that happened from the first girlfriend. And this is all elementary school, BC, before my wife and so forth. So Jason Williams is gone because Kobe Bryant gave them the business when he was the Kings. They, he knew if they could get past the Lakers, they would have won the championship. Oh, no. He knew, and Kobe was the, his Jordan, stopped him from getting that ring. He ended up getting a ring with the Heat, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, with the Heat, but he didn't get a ring with the team that he was actually actively a part of. So for him to say Whoa, Kobe, whoa, whoa. He was a starter, bro. Give him a little with, with With the Heat? Yes. With LeBron? No. He got that when he was with Wade. Wade. Oh, okay, with Wade. But which team do you think he preferably was active and won a championship with. I look mean, at the I, battle. Look at the battle with Wade versus Wade and um against Dallas versus the battle. Against I mean, that's I mean that but, was their rival. But they got pimp slapped. They felt they got robbed. They they were. <laughs> I mean, Donahue like came out and said he was betting on games. So you kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so he was, if he should be mad at anyone, it shouldn't be Kobe. <laughs> should be not. Because, you know, stats show Kobe actually has one of the highest stats as a uh, as a Laker: twenty five points, five rebounds, four assists, and one point steals. With eighteen All Star appearance, NBA champion, five championships, two NBA Finals, and the person Magic, Magic has five championships, right? three MVPs, and three NBA Finals. And Magic himself said Kobe was the greatest Laker of all time. To me, the greatest Laker of all time will be, I would put Kobe, Magic, and Kareem. Those three. Everybody else contributes some way. Right? That would be my list. Shaquille O'Neal would be four. You talking about the Trinity thing? You said number one. How do you, get, how do you say the best all time to name three guys? Yeah, I said that'd be my list. My list, my number. That's how how that's how okay, I was okay. stacked it. One, two, three, okay. and Shaq, and then so, say, what say you've done for me time. lately. So say the list one more time, and you you want in that order. That order. Okay, say the list. Kobe one more number time. one in that order. Kobe number one, Magic number two, Kareem number three, Shaq number four, and I I don't I don't I wouldn't think anybody else. LeBron would be number five. I wouldn't even put Braun up there yet. I know either. lifetime. It's I'll only it's only three. It's only three. Nah, because if you do that, but then you start to defend Evan's argument about Wilt because Wilt Will played only, one or two seasons. No, he. I just looked it up. He played like five. Oh, he did Real, four. Like well, I say about four, four he and got some change. It's not even. It wasn't even that. One of the years he got. Uh, he only played twelve games. So, but even like. During that time before he retired, he was kind of like he was playing well. Then he started to slowly like 
tail off like at the end. So one championship, mm-mm. Kobe got five. Look, I mean, there's there's a there's a host of players that people would think of when it comes to the Lakers, but when the OGs stamp you as the greatest mm-hmm. Laker of all time, there's really no debate when it comes to it. Um, I mean, my order would just just about be the same, like pretty much like you can you can honestly throw Jerry Elgin Baylor, you know what I'm saying? Just, but that's when it that's more like the the four or five to where everything else starts to get kind of like let let them fall as they may. Like we know we know who's gonna be on that list, like for certain the names that you name so ultimately i mean i just think that jason williams is still hurt they're probably like one of the greatest teams the sacramento kings to like not win a championship so they had to deal with shaq and all them and then they still had to deal with that big shot bob uh three-pointer at the end of the game like they had a lot of heartbreak man he he need to he need to go get some healing. He needs to go he to the healing. Con- he needs to go to the healing conference. But, but Jason Williams wasn't on that big shot Bob shot. Oh no 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 yeah he actually he wasn't. You right. It was this was that was uh Mike Bibby that trade already happened. Yeah. But 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 he still. I wonder if he hates Mike Bibby too because Mike Bibby is a is a is a better man man look point guard than first, he was of all time. First and, <laughs> first and foremost, I've seen Mike Bibby when they first started the, the big three. I don't think that's the dude I would want to have that conversation with because he looked like he'd been working out in the prison yard. Yes, when I saw him, when I saw him, when I saw him in prison, when I saw, I said saw him in prison, I'm dead. When I saw him at the big three, I said, yeah. yo, bro, been lifting, lifting. Yep. And then like those other photos, I said, nah, bro, he, he been working out for the longest yard or something because this ain't, this ain't right. <laughs> Michael Bibby was the better point of guard than Jason Williams. Well, he was, he was more, he was more of a shooting. Yeah, he, he it was basically no like he him. I don't even want to call him that. Like, I want to say I don't. Yeah, I'm not going to say that to me. That's kind of blasphemous. I would say he was. Uh, he was a gill, but he wasn't a gill mm. Be- because he, he was a scoring point guard, but still he wasn't a guy that you would just sleep on because if he's playing. He's gonna put up some buckets, but Gilbert out here like one four flat you, and he's gonna one four flat you until the end of the game. But yeah, um, Jason Williams, I'm not calling you white chocolate no more for this. Though mm. maybe maybe when I see your highlights, I probably will say it, but I'm not gonna acknowledge you as that because it's kind of blasphemous at this particular moment. And until you confess that you're tripping, I might consider calling you that name once again but just before we go real quick we just want to give a quick shout out to Popovich um he is now the all-time most winningest had to make sure that was a word coach in the NBA um he passed it I believe it was either Thursday or Friday um so you know shout out to him passing Don Nelson um who's probably somewhere out in Cali uh, smoking that Kush from what Matt and Barnes, Matt Barnes and, and Stack are saying, um, but shout out to him uh, passing the great Don Nelson. Congratulations, Pop! Well deserved, man of the people. 
Um, truly appreciate him. Uh, I, I got over and forgave you for beating us in 1999 um, at that championship. That's Cav. <laughs> what do you mean? Beat my Knicks. I, I, I know, but you didn't get over that. You was complaining about it. We <laughs> were talking about the top 10. That's why that's Cav. I have forgotten and moved forward. All right? I have and pop. So you deserve it. I have forgiven you. So I'll be taking communion shortly, too. So congratulations. You know, he's well-rounded coach. He developed so many um, athletes, stand, stood by them. And as miraculously, he, ke he keeps going on. Um, you know, his wife passed a few years ago, and, and I think he finds solace in basketball. And I appreciate him. We're going to miss him when he's gone. You know, mm -hmm. 20, 20 years, 20, 21 years not missing the playoff. Co help the U.S. team um, bring back this dominance. You know, develop. And it's funny, he's when he put um that guy, what's that guy name? Uh what's that that the rookie he to the on the US team who played for him right now? Murray, uh, Um can't remember. I know who you're talking about. Right. Um yeah. I I thought that kid was just favoritism. Pop has the eyes for talent. That dude is he's gonna be he is awesome. So eye for talent. Um, great coach, appreciate him, and well deserved. Shout out to Pop, um, great one of the greatest coaches of all time. Um, look forward to see how much further he pushes this this um, record, and how much harder it's going to be for the next guy. And I think honestly, what's going to be key, I don't think you're going to see guys break coaches break these records. Mm -hmm. I agree uh, because the the you know back in the day, coaches you know. They stay with you. Now it's like, oh, two bad years, one bad year, especially if you're black, out of here. Oh, black win playoff or bring a team to the playoff. KC, yeah. Mark Jackson. Yeah. Cheerio. Yeah. So, Devonta, uh, Murray, Murray. Sorry, the point guard Murray. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, shout out to him. I think this, this, this goes down with Wilt's 100 points in one game record. Um, I don't think this will ever be broken because. The league doesn't stick with coaches long. And once you get two opportunities, you're pretty much done. Mm -hmm. so, Only the guy who may catch it may. And I got to see where he is. Maybe Doc Rivers. Maybe. That's where he uh, is. No, yeah. please. He, I, Doc ain't. Never mind. He didn't, three he, one he, he didn't, versus he didn't three say, two. He didn't say he will. He said he may. I mean, that's like, yeah, he, he could. But I don't really he see He has to it. win. Once he gets to the playoff, he's going to fall apart. Well, this this particular record is an including playoff wins, so so I mean, well, Pop passed that one too. So, uh, but yeah, shout out to Pop, um, one of the first who ever just was a GM and fired someone and said, you know what, I'm gonna coach. So that's a that's a boss move within itself. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes another episode of a Lady and Some Dudes podcast. Make sure you check us out on the different platforms that we post on. We out. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time. Thank you.